1: Riggs and Allie, rewind. Hi. Hi. This
2: is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie.
3: Okay, so I'm expecting this Super Bowl halftime show to have people on fire. Yes. (laughs) I'm expecting close-to-death experiences. $7 million. I want explosions
1: and pyrotechnics. (laughs) I want, like, airplanes crashing midair and pilots ejecting to safety via via parachute shoots. You've got to have yeah. something
3: crazy if you're spending $7 million of your own money on the show when they already are going to pay for it. Oh,
1: yeah, It's going to be like 13 minutes long, too. Like yeah. It's going to be a movie.
3: Well, and The weekend is sparing no money because he rented a $9 million Tampa pad for the Super Bowl. Now, he's not paying $9 because he's renting it. He's okay. paying $100,000, Oh. which is sounds like a steal, even though you're only there for a few weeks.
1: Which is more than a lot of people's even yearly salary. <laughs> See,
3: that's for- a lot of people more than a lot yes. of people's
1: yearly salary. Combined family incomes.
3: Even combined family incomes yes. don't yeah, yes. So anyway, but he spent 7 million of his own then he rented a 9 million dollar pad. Wow. Didn't spend the whole 9 million, but I will say this about the weekend Yes, yeah. I do love the weekend. I love his music. <laughs> uh, he did team up with postmates and fed a bunch of frontline healthcare workers like he was sending food to Tampa oh, yeah. hospitals from black-owned restaurants in Tampa. He does was, a, He so he was doing a lot. He does a know? lot for the
1: community. Like He's a pretty, yeah. he's a pretty giving guy.
3: Yeah, so he is doing good things with his money while he's there as well. Let me just put that out there. Yes. So anyway, like I said, there better be a guy on fire, and there better be <laughs> people coming near death if you spent seven million or on this thing.
1: A lot of huge celebrity appearances, maybe a lot of guest appearances.
3: Well, he wouldn't have to pay them. True. So that's not it.
1: Well, if you wanted like always a guest. Well, if you wanted like Gordon Ramsay or somebody random. <laughs> what?
3: But you want a chef at the music, the musical halftime show? I don't know. Show. People get
1: hungry at the Super All Bowl. All of a sudden,
3: you got a guy cooking in the middle, screaming at people. Is that what it is?
1: Why do you feel it coming, weekend? <laughs>
3: and then our very own Adam Pavlik, who's from Milwaukee, who's on <laughs> yes. Hell's Kitchen right now, yes. appears, and he goes, Oh.
1: I had Adam on my mind. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> because he's on
3: Hell's Kitchen, and you said Gordon Ramsay. Nice.
1: So this Sunday, uh, look for an extraordinarily awesome performance from the weekend, I'm sure. Yes. Yep. Uh, let me ask you a question. Oh, no. When you sleep at night, uh-huh. what do you usually wear when you go to bed?
3: Uh, well, am I you alone? a pajama <laughs>
1: person? You're alone.
3: Yes, I, I have to have this clothes on when I go to bed.
1: Yeah, full of pajamas. So, like, so usually
3: in the winter, yoga pants and like a t-shirt or a tank top. In mm-hmm. the summer, shorts and a tank top. Yeah. You know, kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you put on your feet? Nothing. You don't wear socks I when you wear bed. I hate wearing socks
3: when I sleep. No, I can't have socks on.
1: I tried last night wearing socks (gasps) when I slept. Why? And I realized why people don't do it. (laughs) Why? It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Because I was lazy. And I thought I was, I went to take off my socks and I went, you know what? I'm just going to leave them on. I don't care. <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night and my feet were sweating so bad. Ugh. Is that why people don't wear socks when they sleep?
3: I don't wear them because I don't think it's comfortable. I think you're used to what it you're kind of like if you're used to sleeping naked, you don't like wearing clothes. And if you're used yeah. to sleeping with clothes, you don't like being naked kind of thing. Whatever exactly. you're comfortable with.
1: I can't sleep naked. Don't like it.
3: But Riggs, it's I weird. have totally um, numerous times gotten in bed and went, Ugh. and then kicked my socks off with my own feet Yes. and left them under the covers kicked him down the bed, and not even moved.
1: Because I've done that. For the first time, notwithstanding the times I've passed out drunk with my socks on. (laughs) Or shoes on, unfortunately. But I've never gone to sleep with my socks on. Always took them off. For the Mm -hmm. first time, I just... I. Maybe I have before and never thought about it. Yep. But I thought about how uncomfortable it was last night. And I was like, now I realize why people don't do this yeah. and why they mock people for mm-hmm. wearing socks yeah. when they go to sleep. Right? Are there other things that you have to do when you go to sleep? Like, you just have to wear something light, right? Because you can't I have wear to have something on usually. But you can't wear anything like thick. Without... Like, you can't go no. to sleep in a hoodie.
3: No, unless I'm freezing and then I wake up sweating. right. <laughs> right? You fall asleep in it because you're cold yeah. and then you wake up drenched. That sure. happens to me quite often. That's laziness, too. Like, I don't want to take it off because I'm cold.
1: Do you think there are still people out there that still wear like pajamas to bed? Yes. Like have a pajama they're set? They're my kids. <laughs> do they really?
3: My kids have pajama sets. Are yes. they themed
1: pajama sets? Yeah, but they don't.
3: They only <sighs> wear the pants because they're boys. Oh, okay. So they started selling them separately now, thank God. Okay. Because you used to have to buy the set. And yeah. it was like, my kid doesn't want the shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to buy the shirt. Okay. The shirt's not going to get worn, but, but yeah. I
1: wanted to ask people, what do you sleep in at night? Maybe yeah. there's some people that sleep with nothing at all. Maybe there are some lunatics out there that enjoy sleeping with socks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead Blue and defend and your case.
1: Maybe you, <laughs> I think you're strange. Because I tried it and I could say, I tried it, now I can knock it, right? Yeah. That's is that how right. that works? 414 799 1037. What do you have to wear when you go to bed to keep you cozy? It's, it's all in the wintertime. Preference. I want to know. How you go to I bed? What you sleep Maybe we'll in? We'll find something mm-hmm. new together. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Because so I went to sleep last night with my socks on and realized this is why people don't sleep with their socks on <laughs> because awful. it sucks. It's terrible. It's so bad. It's the worst. Yeah, Emily's in Port Washington. What's up, Emily? Hey. So when you go to bed at night, what do you usually, what's your sleep attire? I
2: cannot sleep in anything.
1: Okay.
3: Oh, she's so, a naked
1: gal. Okay.
2: <laughs> I have to sleep naked. Okay.
3: Where does that start with people? I mean, we don't start naked when we're little. So where do we get uh, comfortable? Is it like in relationships or something? You know what I mean, Riggs? Yeah. You have to get to a point where you're comfortable sleeping naked.
1: Are you uncomfortable in clothes? Do they just feel like they're like constricting? What is it?
2: Um, I think mine all relates to having a car accident.
1: Oh. Go on. on.
2: So, <laughs> Jinx. Go so on. For, for me, it's a lot of anxiety. What's the
3: anxiety that makes you think if sleeping yeah. naked will keep you safer? I'm confused.
2: I cannot feel like I'm constrained. <gasps>
1: oh, it is a constrained oh, thing.
2: Oh, it's a constraint
3: thing. Oh, I got
1: you. Yes, yes, I got so you. So almost a control thing a little bit.
2: Yeah, so I mean, after well, I have to have control of how I'm sleeping, I I'm have a um, lot of waking up at night. Uh-huh. So, in the end, it is favorable for me to not feel constrained.
3: What do you do during that the end. day? <laughs> do you have clothes on
2: during the day? Doesn't that freak you out? Real question. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a very touchy subject right oh, now because God. I work at the hospital, so I'm always gowned up.
1: Okay. Oh. So, you can't wait to get out of those, I bet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Other um, question? Here, not yeah. to cause further anxiety, but do you keep an outfit next to your bed in case there's an emergency and you need to leave quickly in the middle of the night? You're not completely uh, naked. Question? You can throw on a robe or something that's next to you.
2: I always have a robe.
1: Okay, there you okay. go. So there's like an outfit yeah. ready to go in case you got to leave quick.
2: Okay. Yes, because I have children. So. I,
3: right. Oh, well, Emily, and I have to ask, do you go to therapy for this anxiety? Yeah. Um. No, but- Oh,
2: honey.
3: Oh, honey. I want. Okay, I hope you do, because it would change your life if you get the right therapist. <laughs> yeah. You could really I not live with some of that anxiety. It just takes a lot of time and work. It's not fun, but you got to do it if you want it to be better.
1: And pro tip, if you find one you don't like, ask them to refer you to another one that you do like. <laughs> don't they be will. shy. They totally will.
3: <laughs> but yeah, but then you're afraid you're going to hurt the therapist's feelings and I'm the anxiety
1: say- gets rammed up again. <laughs> well, I know, but I'm saying don't, because they genuinely want you to say, I don't like you. Can you give me with someone else that I do like? They'll yeah. be like, yes, of course. We yeah. want to help you. Yeah. if they're good. I
3: totally, I totally agree. Well, and it sounds like you had a traumatic experience yeah, with a car, car accident, accident. so you're, everyone is entitled to therapy without of those, course. so get it, girl. That's what I say.
1: <laughs> so Emily Thank sleeps you. naked but has a robe at the ready just in case. Yes. Thank you very much for yes. calling yes, this morning, Emily. Thanks, Emily. See Danielle's
3: yeah. in Hartford. Good morning, Danielle. Hi, how are you?
1: We're awesome. If we were any better, we'd be you.
3: <laughs> and that's the truth.
1: So how do you sleep I, at night? What's your outfit? I just
3: sleep in my underwear that's okay. It.
1: Okay. Just Nothing the bottoms? Else. No sleep just shirt or a sports bottom. bra? Don't
3: the girls feel? Nope. I mean, maybe you have small boobs, but if I can't sleep in just underwear, then I feel like my boobs are hanging out everywhere. You know what I mean? Then I feel like they Let need to be hanging
1: Let them hang. In. They've <laughs> been <laughs> been <laughs> all day. <laughs> Let
3: honey, them I, hang. I lost 150 pounds. There's not much to hang anymore, okay? <laughs> and when they hang, they're not hanging pretty, okay?
1: Let I them hang. Job,
3: but that's another topic for another day. Danielle wins uh, with the quote
1: of the day. Let them hang.
3: <laughs> Let them hang.
1: Let the girls hang.
3: They're hanging. I don't even know a bra on today. They're
1: hanging. <laughs> 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. Got your chance to win a brand new iPad coming up just after 7 o'clock. 7 of 5 we will give you the KISS keyword to enter and win at 1037kissfm.com. Also, pretty big announcement coming up yes! this morning at 8 o'clock. Be here at yes. 8. About an hour from now. All right. Yep. And right.
3: we're talking to the producer director of Growing Up Milwaukee, which is a brand new documentary on HBO Max. Yes, and I subscribed to HBO Max <laughs> just to see this documentary, which has already got giving me
1: goosebumps. I watched it last night. Oh, uh, so good!
3: Came out this week on HBO Max. It's called Growing Up Milwaukee. So we will talk to Taishan, who is the producer director. Yep.
1: she will be on the show in a little bit. She's so. got her own production company. It's awesome, badass. Woman-owned yeah. film company. Hell yeah. Fiffer. And it's Black History Month. Even That's better. right. It's even better. So, I don't know if you heard yesterday, Summerfest made a big announcement mm-hmm. that they are changing to September. They're moving Summerfest back to September to be three consecutive weekends. Yep. Just so that they can make sure that the vaccine rollout happens mm-hmm. and they get people properly vaccinated. Just need more time. Yeah. We just
3: can tell as time goes on we need more time. Right. Yeah.
1: And yesterday, the Milwaukee Bucks submitted a plan to the Milwaukee Health Department to allow 25% capacity mm-hmm. at Pfizer Forum. I Saw that. For Bucks game, so mm-hmm. anywhere between three to five thousand fans mm-hmm. in Pfizer Forum. So
3: there's like less than ten teams that are doing that. So they're like yeah. one of the first. They're getting in, or maybe there are ten already, and they're jumping on yeah. that bandwagon. I'm not yeah. sure
1: how many there are. I know there's Atlanta for sure because there was that whole. I don't know if you saw the courtside Karen incident that happened with LeBron James.
3: I saw this that he <laughs> right. he got into a screaming match with a chick on the court and who was sitting. And well, you even said to me, I thought fans weren't allowed, but they, they are were, now. They
1: were on the courtside. He started yelling the. Husband Husband started yelling at LeBron. LeBron yelled back at the husband. They went back and forth. The wife jumped in, started talking smack to LeBron. She is. She
3: looks like a blonde Barbie doll with too much plastic she is, surgery.
1: She has since said that she regretted saying what she said and being as aggressive as she was. Well, and she went, pulling down her mask and yelling at people. She yeah, realized stupid. that she was dumb about it. She made a statement, but that was funny. So, so the yeah. Bucks—they could be as soon as this month if the health department uh, approves their plan. You, if, there could be yeah, if okay. they have a plan. Okay, so it's not, approve it. approved, not yeah. yet because you have to submit a plan to have that many people in one okay. setting, make sure they have the safety measures and yep. such to make sure they don't mm-hmm. spread anything. Mm-hmm. So that could happen as soon as this month if it gets approved. There could be fans in the stands wow. at the Bucks games. No, The players are ready for fans to get back. They keep saying that. For sure. Like they want it to be safe. But well, they, it's
3: not the same experience, no, but they not. don't want to kill anyone because we've got a deadly virus hanging out. So it's like, what do you do? It's so hard. they're
1: like, we get it, but we want to do it safely. I so know. it might happen this month. Who knows? The yeah. Bucks submitting their plan. Your chance at an iPad We'll give you that kiss keyword coming up in like seven minutes. Hold on.
2: This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So we
3: were talking about it about 20 minutes ago, but LeBron James has not responded yet since this woman has apologized. Oh,
1: courtside Karen.
3: <laughs> oh, she was screaming at LeBron James during the game the other night, and he was screaming at her like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And she was a total Karen, but she looks like a like a plastic surgery blonde bar- Barbie doll kind of yeah. She's screaming. She got her mask down, looking crazy. Well, looks like one of those with her mask down. One it's of those be worse.
1: Real Housewives of Atlanta types. Yes, types. You know, Not
3: Atlanta OC. Oh uh, yeah, they're different. Okay, I watched it enough to know the women okay. are different. I don't. You're talking but... about Real Housewives of OC. That's okay. the picture. All
1: right, a little trashy, a little. Well, they're
3: less plastic when you get to New York, and the, okay, you know, they're still plastic. But just, you know what I only I mean? said
1: Atlanta because this was in Atlanta where it happened. So <laughs> fine,
3: but the woman who was seen screaming at him with her mask down and LeBron. like, what is this chick's problem? Anyway, she apologized and said, my husband is a huge sports fan. We're passionate people. And let's be real. Sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking. So then she said, my natural instinct kicked in to stand up for the man I love. <laughs> right. And she said, did I get defensive when that happened? Yes. Did I use offensive language when I could have taken the higher road? Yes. And for these things, I take full responsibility. Yeah. But no word, because she got ejected. Yeah. She got kicked out of the game for screaming at LeBron. So I haven't heard anything on LeBron's side. <laughs> we'll <I'd>... see.
1: <laughs> he, he should be able to take it. He takes worse when there are fans in there. So yeah, he should be able normally, to keep his cool.
3: There's normally more fans and it's louder. So can you imagine less fans and you hear one True. mouthy chick? You're like, get <laughs> <Right>. out.
1: <laughs> I think they kicked her out because she kept taking her mask down. They kept asking her to not do that. So. Well, So then
3: they didn't even kick her out for screaming at him. It was <laughs> right? ma- She's so dumb. She could have stayed there and kept screaming. Oh,
1: courtside Karen. Oh, boy. Hey, on the way next, we're talking to a local director producer uh-huh. right here from Milwaukee. Uh-huh. A brand yep. new documentary on HBO Max yep. called Growing Up Milwaukee circles around Three Milwaukee area teenagers. Super good documentary.
3: I got HBO Max just to watch this. I know. (laughs) Because I want to see this. So, Tyshawn Wardlaw. Uh
1: Yeah. Yep. Tyshawn Wardlaw. We will talk to her next. Hang on. It's Kiss FM. This is 103.7 Kiss FM, a commercial free hour with Riggs and Mm Alley. If you don't have HBO Max, I'm going to encourage you to go out and get a subscription right now. Mm-hmm. Like right now. At least just get it for the month, mm-hmm. like Ali's doing.
3: I did. I got a subscription for the month because I was dying to see Growing Up Milwaukee.
1: Which just premiered on Monday on HBO Max. Here's a quick clip from
0: it. What the media doesn't show you or tell you is what I see in the classroom. What I see in the classroom are... Little black children who raise their hand and say, Oh, I want to be a businessman, a businesswoman. I want to own a Fortune 500 company. I want to rule the world. It's more convenient to deal with the statistic and take the humanity out of it. It's more convenient to deal with the statistic and not tell the real story that these are children who have hopes and dreams and aspirations just like anybody else. And
1: that's what this movie does. It tells the story of three separate teenagers in, in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. In yep. Milwaukee. And we're bringing on the director-producer this morning, Tyshawn Wardlaw. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, So happy to have you on the show. I, am, I have so many questions for you. Tyshawn, and I need to know. I have so many questions about growing up in Milwaukee, Riggs, I don't even know where to start.
1: <laughs> now, it circles around three teens, Marquel, Tiana, and Brandon. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. know, how did you find these three, these three teens to start? Like, yeah. Are they people you know personally? Well, how did that how did happen?
4: Well, interestingly, uh, when we first started, so the concept of uh, creating the documentary actually was, um, happened about four years ago Mm -hmm. and I I was excited because I wanted to be able to tell the stories about what was happening behind some of the statistics unfortunately that you hear Mm -hmm. about that's uh, happening in the black community Mm -hmm. Um, that's the worst of almost a little bit of everything like the worst uh, place for Blacks to live. Um, statistically, that had been stated over the last few years. Worse I 3 education, mm-hmm. um, Worse incarceration rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, worse uh, everything that you can think. Economic yeah. disparities. Like, all of these things. And so because of that, I wanted to highlight the stories. And so four years ago, I came up with the concept. However, Um, With getting the word out there, you know, starting to get funding, we didn't actually start filming until two years ago. So when we started filming, um, of course, I put fillers out there, and I hate to call it a casting call because Mm -hmm. it is a documentary, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just reaching out to youth-based organizations or anyone that worked with um, youth or inner-city youth to say, hey, do you have anyone that you would recommend? And in that process, uh, literally when we started filming, it just started unfolding, and it started coming together. Mm Um, So even with all of the youth, I didn't know them prior, Mm -hmm. but they were recommended, um, uh, for example, with the Marquel, which is uh, when you watch it, you'll see that that's the first Um, actual youth to be introduced Mm -hmm. um, to us, and we met him actually in that session. So I didn't even know him before that session, and I'm not going to tell you the film because I want you to go out and see it, but uh, we met in that session when he was sharing his truth, and I was like, wow, I need to talk to that young man, and Mm -hmm. that kind of unfolded. And the rest was similar with the other two youth. Like, Mm -hmm. exactly when we needed to be introduced to them, we were.
3: Well, and Tyshawn, these are people in our community. These are three kids. Mm -hmm. Kids, I want people to understand understand children and they're dealing with stuff that is so heavy traumatic and people I I get so sick of white people not wanting to talk about this which is why I wanted to have you on the show because this is Mm -hmm. you know stuff we need to be talking about giving some exposure to people that don't understand what's going on in our own community so thank you for that let me just say that to begin
2: (laughs) no
4: problem no problem and I think once again that was the premise of, of me creating the film because. I wanted to highlight the stories behind the statistics, but from a youth perspective, Mm -hmm. because we can see all day, um, and kind of even as the clips that you played, that, you know, hey, what are these stories behind the statistics on the news? Mm -hmm. We see it with adults, we've probably, you know, even seen it in films, but what are we, knowing what the youth are going through like Mm -hmm. we don't know and no one is showing because you know unfortunately in any community the youth are our future Mm -hmm. you know they're the future of the city they're the future of the state so why don't we hear from what they're dealing with so that we can continue to help change the narrative Mm -hmm. so that they can continue to be you know what they need to be as they grow up and so uh, that's you know exactly what I wanted to accomplish Mm -hmm. And, and I believe that I'm doing so with people being able to see like you know it's not easy but all hope isn't lost
1: Right. And it starts with the youth, too. If you want to create change, it's, I think it has to start with our young exactly. people, too. It does.
3: And you see, exactly. you know, uh, Tiana and Brandon, two, the other two kids that you focus on in Growing Up Milwaukee, which is on HBO Max now. I mean, they're both, uh, they were both in group homes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just, it's like you said, Tyshawn, you look at a statistic and nobody looks at the humanity or the person behind it. Yeah, These the story behind it. rough mm-hmm. lives.
1: Hey, on know? the way next, I w- we're going to play a song real quick. I have a yeah. question for you about Marquel. It's mm-hmm. about a scene in this, Movie that I thought was amazing, how you did it, and it gave me goosebumps. And I have a question for you about it next. Can you hang on? It's a documentary, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a story. is what it is. With more with Tyshawn Wardlaw next. It's one hundred three point seven Kiss FM. It's one hundred three point seven Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Ali. Uh, our guest this morning, Tyshawn Wardlaw, who is the director and producer of the documentary Growing Up Milwaukee. It's streaming now on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. If you don't have HBO Max, go get it it's because so that's good. probably the best thing you can watch on there now. Plus, for Black History Month, we've got a whole selection of great movies. Oh, great! For the month of Black History Month. So sweet, Tyshawn Wardlaw. Did good morning.
3: Did we ask Tyshawn, what is her what is your connection to Milwaukee, Tyshawn? I, we didn't even get yeah. into that. <laughs> Tell us oh, about no, it. no problem. Yeah. No problem. So, yes,
4: I am a Milwaukee native. Awesome. Um, however, I'm a floater, for, for lack <laughs> of a better word, where I was born and raised in Milwaukee uh, for undergrad. I, I moved to California for four years in the Bay Area at Santa Clara University. Okay. Um, and then upon graduating, I came back to work in Chicago, and then mm-hmm. I, was, I was here also in Milwaukee for a while, and then I went back to California, then I went back to Chicago. So I've kind of (laughs) floated between um, states for uh, work purposes, uh, Mm -hmm. which was in the news industry as well as the talk show world, Um, and then most recently in the last five years – um, I created my own production company, um, actually here locally uh, mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, um, as well as the office opening in Chicago within the next month. So still kind of Midwest base, but uh, mm-hmm. Milwaukee's home for me. Even though I'm always probably I'll probably land on a moon before it's all said and done. But <laughs> Milwaukee's
3: home. You go, girl! Though you've done a lot. That's Hope great. Hope you don't
1: stop at the moon. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. going. <laughs> Keep going.
4: Right, right. I'm just, I'm i floating in the universe
1: somewhere. <laughs> I have a question for you. And I'm wondering if this was your intention. I was watching the film last night, Growing Up Milwaukee, and one of the three kids that you're circled around, Marquel, who you said is the first one that we see in the film, who's uh, 15 years old, Mm -hmm. there's a moment in the film, I'm not gonna give too much away, but I feel like it's a pivotal moment where he's having a discussion with his friend. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. And I think the fact that you showed him with one of his friends, Mm -hmm. you showed two young kids, two young black men, Mm -hmm. having an open and honest discussion about their feelings, Mm -hmm. and like he was confronting, Marquel's friend was basically calling him on his crap. Mm -hmm. He was like having a moment with him, and I Mm -hmm. thought it was a beautifully done moment where you showed people talking about their emotions talking about their problems and you could see Marquell like working through it in his brain was that all intentional
4: Interestingly, I was excited on the way it unfolded because, once again, it's a documentary. It's not scripted television or anything like that, but you know, we wanted them to help it to have an open dialogue Mm because, once again, I'm not going to tell too much about the film, but you will see that one of Marco's pain points, unfortunately, is with his mom. And this, Mm -hmm. once again, that story and that part of the film kind of resonates with everyone because that doesn't matter with race, with age. Teenagers will have friction with their parents. Mm -hmm. I don't care where you live, Mm -hmm. you know, Economic status, it doesn't matter. -hmm. And that showed the realness that, you know, kids care about. Like, how are you also treating your parent? You know what I mean? Like you also have to respect your parent and Mm -hmm. have to respect how they feel. You can't go out and disappear and be like, Okay, well, me and my mom's not talking, so it doesn't matter where I am. Right. No, it matters. So I think with that section, um really love that they were open and honest and Mm -hmm. you do kind of see another teenager almost kind of reprimanding another teenager like yeah. dude that would really be cool what are you doing yeah. so I think that kind of once again hit home with a little bit of everybody because it hits, it sets um, an example that too. is teenagers period like yeah. across the board across that's right. every city like yes, are you know, feuding with your parents. Totally
3: relatable. (laughs) Yeah, and so that is great what you see in Growing Up Milwaukee, which is on HBO Max. We're talking to Tyshawn Wardlaw. Wardlaw, Sorry. We're talking to her (laughs) about, she's the producer-director of this documentary, which was amazing. And you guys are basically talking about how you gave kind of therapy exposure to these kids that might not have had it. And I love in the film as well, you give them exposure to art. And you just kind of show them the possibilities that a lot of kids never even see, you know? Does that you know what I'm saying? Yes, and it's right in your backyard. And we yeah. saw that even in the film where it was
4: like, wow, like this is here. Like, you know, I've been in the arts world all my life or I've been singing all my life and I never knew that there was a art-based organization to assist me with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've mm-hmm. been around for years. You know the the uh, organization that we introduced Tiana to for True, True school. school. Yeah. True so, School, it's, yep. Is it's that, all of these things that sometimes are right in their backyard, but they just don't have the exposure, mm-hmm. or they just haven't heard about it yet to even mm-hmm. be able to
3: utilize those organizations.
1: Flood the Hood with Dreams, Urban Underground. There's, just, I just yes. couldn't write all of them down. There's a bunch of them ones. in there. Yeah, That's so many great. of well, them. And
3: t- Tiana, I'll just say this. She was one of the three kids that you featured in the documentary Growing Up Milwaukee, and she was presented as an 18-year-old determined to find her place in the world after aging out of the group home system. Yeah, got pregnant by the age of 14, later loses custody of her son, which makes me want to cry. She tries to make Mm -hmm. use of her musical talent to make her son proud. So you were introducing her. She didn't even know it was there for her to be able to go play with music or maybe make that a career. I'm like, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing so
1: they play on a beat it. and she just starts going yeah She's she so, just went
3: yeah, yeah. And I hope yeah.
1: I hope that we play her music one day on Kiss Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see her succeed I'm
4: hoping so too I'm like Tiana you're talented and even if you're not an artist you can also write for other artists you know mm-hmm. produce for other people so yeah. it's, it's endless possibilities they just have to know that it's there
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: mm-hmm. so Growing Up Milwaukee is on HBO Max I have a couple more questions can we ask her a couple more next
1: yeah do you have more time Yeah. do you have any more time
3: I do. I have all the
4: time
2: you need. Okay. You need.
1: Well, go throw in a cup of coffee, and we want to talk to you more after this song, all right? It's 103.7 7, KISS FM. 103.7 KISS FM. It's Riggs and Alley. Growing Up Milwaukee is a documentary on HBO Max. Started mm-hmm. streaming on Monday. Here's a quick clip from it. Check this out.
0: What the media doesn't show you or tell you is what I see in the classroom. What I see in the classroom are... Little black children who raise their hand and say, "Ooh, I want to be a businessman, a businesswoman. I want to own a Fortune 500 company. I want to rule the world." It's more convenient to deal with the statistic and take the humanity out of it. It's more convenient to deal with the statistic and not tell the real story that these are children who have hopes and dreams and aspirations just like anybody else. We
1: bring on the director-producer of that movie, Tyshawn Wardlaw. Good morning. Thanks for being on the show this morning. We really appreciate your time.
4: Good morning. I appreciate being able to talk about the film and it
3: Especially being on HBO Max now. Yeah. excited. Amazing. Congrats to you on that. That's exciting. We're actually getting text messages because you can text the show at 414-799-1037. People are asking us questions for you, Tyshawn. So is it okay if I ask you a couple of listener questions? Certainly. Okay. So somebody texted and they said, I'm curious what Milwaukee high school Tyshawn went to.
4: I uh, I went to Milwaukee Vincent okay. actually the film uh, and we filmed there with mm-hmm. uh, Marquel yeah. so that was that was kind of full circle I was like wow what are the odds oh. that this oh. is my high school Yeah. Um, many, 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 many years ago I graduated
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Um too, so, don't worry just to kind of be back and then there was actually still some people uh, there
3: <gasps> uh, teachers and really? they were uh, part of the staff yeah you yeah. go back so and you're like was, look at me now I've got a documentary on HBO Max. They must have been I so know. proud. I know. Somebody else texted and they said, What is the rating? But it's on HBO Max, which tells me, you know, but do you is there a rating on it? Um well unfortunately not
4: that I know of right yeah. now, but I am hoping that, you know, we continue as as an indie film. Cause cause one uh-huh. thing and that's the magic of it being on HBO Max. Right. That, because once again I am an independent Um, production company and you know I'm not studio and I wasn't you know attached Mm -hmm. to anything so to be on there I'm just hoping that people flood HBO Max to show them what an indie film can do Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about that so I'm hoping that they will share some information with me soon enough once they start calculating it but right now unfortunately we don't have that yeah
3: oh and then Tyshawn another question was could I show it at school a teacher was curious if it would be appropriate to show their kids I thought that was a really good question
4: Now, um, I do believe that it is appropriate. Like, I was rated, you know, PG-13 just because of some uh, language barriers that that are in there. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it is, you know, uh, children appropriate, uh, minus, once again, a little bit of profanity. Um, Mm -hmm. But then also, uh, we are working on being able to provide it for educational purposes. So we were able to get permission from HBO to do that in uh, institutional-type viewing. Um, So we will be able to personally even be able to kind of schedule those. For schools, so that's all it's important as
3: well uh, for students to be able to see it in the classrooms. Yeah. Wow. Well, how can people reach out to you, Tyshawn? Because I guarantee there's educators in Milwaukee listening who would love for you to maybe come to their classrooms. Maybe there are people who just want to interview you in the media. Does <laughs> well, that hap- Does that ha- go ahead, Riggs? Well, that
1: happened a lot in the in the film. Was you had a lot of role models coming in and talking to students yeah. and showing them that, mm-hmm. like, look, I came from where you were. It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. You can be so much more and aspire to be so much more She's than, the you, than you ever dreamed. Tyshawn
3: yes. is an example of what you could be. Yeah. And
1: you could be one of those yeah, speakers yeah. kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to thank you as well because I have a lead for my podcast. I talked to men about mental health mm-hmm. and it had a psychologist mm-hmm. on there, Dr. Smith that I'm now going to be reaching out yes. to because he was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. He is a good guy. So
3: yeah. Well, and so thank you. How can people reach out to you, Tyshawn? Yeah. So people
4: can reach me on all of my social media platforms. Um, we do have a website, which is, uh, kind of Wartlawed across the board is www.wartlawedtv.com. Um, my social media handles, even on LinkedIn, my personal one is Tyshawn Wartlaw, first name, T-Y-S-H-U-N, Wartlaw, kind of just how it's, how it's uh, mm-hmm. pronounced, yeah. word and then Law. Yep. Um, we also have Wartlaw Productions on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also on Instagram. And then my personal um, and Twitter, um, it's all like uh, Ty Wartlaw as well. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. definitely reach out on those social media platforms, whether that's my personal or my business, and I would love to um, engage and then also talk about
1: them. Um, and the documentary "Growing Up Milwaukee" is on HBO Max yes. right Thank now. You. Thank, Thank you, you for
3: everything you're doing for our city, trying to give people a more education on what's going on outside of their tiny little town, their their tiny little suburb mm-hmm. they're living in. I want people to see yeah. everything. I hate how segregated Milwaukee is. I've lived all over oh, the country. Yeah. When I moved here, I was in shock by how segregated we are. I've never seen it. You really have to live other places to understand it. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad, and I hope I hope that it you is. know films like this just. Open people's minds a little and their Showing hearts. Do the and stories, show
1: that, the, the story behind the statistics, yes, which is amazing to do yes, that. Yes, so. and
3: I think, and I and I said this earlier, I said we were talking about Hank Aaron earlier mm-hmm. last week, and I said, it's so mm-hmm. sad you had to use a celebrity to humanize black people back, you know, yeah. then, mm-hmm. and I said, so, but either way, you're doing amazing work, so thank you. Any thank plans you. on a you sequel? Know. You're going to you, follow up you. soon?
1: Yeah,
3: a sequel! <laughs> are we going to get a growing up movie <laughs> like, sequel? This is like really? when you have
1: a baby and people go, when are you having another baby? <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I feel
4: so like I'm, I'm pregnant with some other great possibilities. Good, very good. Maybe even another Milwaukee-based story, but on, on, a, on a, a sports level. So
1: yes. Oh, we'll good. See. You're far too good of a storyteller to stop there, so please keep going, Tyshawn. Yes, yes. We love it. Growing Up Milwaukee, thank streaming on HBO Max, Tyshawn Wardlaw, mm-hmm. the director and producer. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being on the show this morning. Yeah, we appreciate your time. You. Thank
4: you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. It's
1: 103.7 KISS FM.
2: Hey. Hi. Hi, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So-
3: I gotta say The weekend spending 7 million dollars Of his own money On the Super Bowl Halftime show This thing Better be insane I've well, said yeah. this multiple times I heard our afternoon girl Julia say It's gonna be so good I'm like It better be good it's It gonna better be good With 7 million Of your own dollars
1: I heard he wants it To be like a movie Like a cinematic experience So it's like 12 <laughs> or 13 minutes long Cause the halftime show Is right. really long Yeah it is it <laughs> It's is. 12 or 13 minutes Which is huge Wow but so, he put
3: seven million in. Well, now he rented a nine million dollar home. Don't worry, he didn't drop nine million to rent it. He dropped a hundred grand. But I did want you to know he's also spending his money using Postmates to feed frontline yeah. healthcare workers at hospitals in Tampa, and he's he's doing it through black-owned businesses to feed them. So he's actually doing really good things. Yeah. It is Black History Month. He's Not very that successful. You need that to you know do things, but um, yeah. So the weekend dropped seven mil on his performance. Yeah, hundred grand on the house, <laughs> and okay. he's buying food for healthcare workers. I'm not hating it. No, I can't wait to see this. I think he should go on tour
1: after the Super Bowl. Wouldn't
3: <gasps> that be a good I idea? I Have never seen the weekend. Never. He's one of my bucket lists. Didn't he play Summerfest a couple years ago? Yes, he did. I wanted I to see that get real to bad. Go. Well, you Why?
1: know what? If you didn't get to see him at Summerfest, what? I've got good news. What? He's coming back to Milwaukee. Stop it! He's coming back to Milwaukee. Now it's in the future now. What? Pfizer Forum, January 28th, 2022. So. You know, it's it's a proj- it's okay. about a year from now. Now I'm, I would. F-
3: I'm I'm I'm, I'm look, I was already freaking out about this this morning. Right. I already knew this was the announcement. Okay, yes. let's not be stu- Let's not play stupid here. <laughs> like I we didn't know
1: what our own announcement this, was.
3: But I'm even hearing it back five times. I'm freaking out because I love the weekend. The weekend
1: ah. is coming to Milwaukee, Pfizer Forum, January twenty sixth. <laughs> excuse me, twenty twenty two.
3: A year away when we should yes. be good to go. Okay, should great. be yes. We hope
1: Very. tickets are on sale Monday. This coming Monday. 10 AM, but <gasps> but but what? But we have tickets to what? give away. <gasps> Wait, um, you'd be like one of the first people to get tickets to, get to see tickets the weekend to
3: see the weekend in
1: Milwaukee. So you'll watch wow. them on the Super Bowl this weekend and be like, "I got tickets to see them in January <laughs> next year." I'm good. I'm good. 414-799-1037. Keep that number handy because we're gonna give away those weekend tickets coming we're up. We're giving
3: in... them the tickets for the weekend away this morning.
1: Yes at 8:30 8:30 8:30 be here to win weekend tickets it's that fast all right 3.7 kiss fm the weekend performing at the super bowl this weekend and also Announcing a big tour kicking off.
3: I'm so excited about this. Well, I'm just excited about concerts coming back in general. Right. But then for it to be the weekend, uh-huh. like I'm in, I'm in.
1: So yeah. the yeah. weekend uh, bringing his tour through Pfizer Forum on January 26, 2022. Tickets are on sale Monday morning, but you can win them right now. Who we got on the phone? We have
3: Jessica in Menominee Falls. Jessica,
1: good morning. Good morning. is not it feel weird to win concert tickets again? We literally haven't given away concert tickets in over a year. Over a year on this radio station. If you think about that, and I say that out loud, that it sounds is weird it is weird because
3: we're radio. That's what we do. I know.
1: So, <laughs> Jessica, right? Jessica. Yeah. So, the kind of nominee falls? What yes. song do you think this is? I'll play it one more time. What weekend song that is?
2: Is that Blinding Lights?
1: It Woo! is Blinding <laughs> Lights!
3: Ooh, the light.
2: That's
3: yes. right. No, Woo! Jessica, you just won the first tickets to see the weekend at the Pfizer of next January, girl. In the whole city, I'll Woo! say it
1: right now. Nobody else gave away but us. In the whole country, The baby. whole country. Woo! Woo! So, go ahead and... <laughs> Put it in your calendar, January 26th, 2022. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a ways and out. And
3: if you, if, you, if you are looking for someone to take because maybe you get mad at somebody <laughs> or you're single, yeah. uh, I've got a phone number I'd love to give you. It's mine.
2: <laughs>
3: no, you take whoever you want, girl.
1: We're so excited for you. Yep. So you Thank hang you on the phone. We got to get some information from you, all right?
2: Okay, thank you. All right, we'll
1: do another pair of tickets tomorrow. Should we do it at the same time tomorrow? To? I should. Eight thirty tomorrow I'm morning. In. Another pair of tickets to see the weekend. More at one oh three seven kissfm.com. How Woo! cool. Concerts coming back. It's a glimmer of hope. <sighs> I missed you, Hope. Where you been? <laughs> Where you been, Hope? <laughs> yes. So starting today, actually this afternoon, around two o'clock, City of Milwaukee launching a new website and a phone hotline to register for COVID nineteen vaccines. Now it's for people that are sixty five and older okay, right now. So I don't
3: qualify yet because you not know yet. I'm waiting.
1: Not yet, I'm waiting but I'm patiently. sure I'm sure they will transition into that Eventually. once they get to that point. I'll
3: wait for my stage. Right.
1: So people that are 65 and older who've had to now go to private pharmacies and yep. seek their own way to get it, now they can get on this registry list. And uh, lots of places have been offering it, like CVS and Walgreens are now off, are starting mm-hmm. to offer it. Walmart's going to start offering it as soon as they're available, too. So
3: My parents got their second yep. shot yesterday because they're in Florida. Yep. So yesterday was the second day, and she sent a text this morning saying, we feel fine, just have a sore arm, but otherwise it's all good. And I just went, I'm so happy you're vaccinated. Yeah. I feel safer with my old parents being vaccinated. Vaccinated. My one Thank grandma God. got
1: her second one. My other grandparents Good. got their first one this Good. week and then they get their second one in a couple weeks. So nice. It's happening. I'm, and, uh, I'll be here waiting. I'm ready. The, all the information is up at 1037-kissfm.com. You can find out all about that. But it starts today. Milwaukee.gov slash covidvax V A X.
3: Hold on. You know I gotta go get on this, Milwaukee even
1: though I'm not slash COVIDVax V-A-X, Vax you're not 65, settle down <laughs> It's <laughs> true, but I can bookmark it, can't I? Like you I'm 100
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, This is on the TV To the movie screen And everywhere in between This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie
3: Okay, so the weekend will be doing the halftime show this weekend. I cannot
1: wait. Yeah, right. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. But it's supposed to be an epic performance. Didn't you say he poured seven million dollars of his own money into it?
3: Seven million dollars. <laughs> I didn't even say that wrong. Just crazy. Like, seriously, seven million dollars. They already pay for it, but he wanted more put into it. So he put seven right. million dollars of his own money. He rented a nine million dollar pad. He's not paying nine million. He's paying a hundred grand, but and he's also sending... Food using Postmates to send food to uh, healthcare workers at hospitals in Tampa, where he's at right now. He's
1: black-owned businesses, yeah, right? Yeah, for he's, him.
3: He's using black-owned businesses and sending Postmates. the money. Yes, or sending the food. Yes. Yeah. But here's some things you might not know. So he's doing the halftime show. Eric uh-huh. Church and Grammy nominee Jasmine Sullivan is doing the national anthem. Yeah. Last year it was Demi Lovato. If you forgot. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady will be the oldest quarterback ever in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. They also might be if the first. Wins. Okay. <laughs> yes,
1: they were. They're, they could be the first team in NFL history to win in their home stadium. Yep, which is that, crazy. That, that's insane, right? Yeah.
3: So, how many people will actually be in the stands? Well, I can tell you exactly how, yeah, many, how people. many because I laugh and I've been dying for. I haven't been dying for this day to come, but I remember when the governor of Florida said they were going to have a full stadium at the Super Bowl. He said this late of 2020. A full
1: stadium? I I don't know about a full stadium, bro. I was
3: laughing. Like, are you delusional, bro? So how many people? stop. Well, so now we know exactly how many people. The stadium holds about 66,000. Yeah, it's an
1: outdoor stadium.
3: Yep. So there will be 25,000 fans and 30,000 cutouts. So there will be about, it sounds about half, but hold on, there's more. OK, a majority of those, a third of those will be vaccinated health care workers. So that helps stop the spread. You had oh, a group. Yeah. I, if, if I see vaccinated people, I'm like, come on in.
1: Right. Come hang like, out.
3: Honest to God. So, you know, they said that's the real MVP of the year, are the health care yeah. workers, you know, and what they've been through. So that's the plan. That's how many people will be in there. And Tom Brady would be the oldest ever. And it is home stadium to to win if well, they do it.
1: I hope he loses because Patrick Mahomes is much younger than him and he deserves to win it more <laughs> than Tom Brady. Brady, because we're sick of seeing Tom Brady win. That's the
3: thing. When people tell me, I've had people say, I'm like, why do you like Tom Brady? And they're like, I'm an underdog. I'm like, why is Tom Brady an underdog, though? To me, Tom Brady has
1: the world. Tom Brady went really late in the NFL draft. Like, a a bunch of teams passed on him.
3: Right. But now he's the biggest thing ever. So, he's made it, y'all. He's good. (laughs) He's fine. How much does he have to win before you're like, oh.
1: He needs a sixth Super Bowl (laughs) ring now. A sixth one. Come on (laughs) You just can't get good news from a doctor, can you? (laughs) I
3: can't you can't. Ju- you just can't.
1: I mean, you can't catch a break over there.
3: Maybe 2022 will be better. That's what I said when tw- about 2021. Oh God,
1: <laughs> we're only two months deep. We're not even two months deep into 2021. Or a month deep. What
3: All happened? right. So Owen was due for his physical. He's nine now. Oh yeah. And he had to get his yearly physical. So we went in. You know, he goes. He's, he has a doctor at Children's Hospital, Doctor Dan. We love him. Anyway, at Forest View Pediatrics, I'll give him a shout out because yeah. I just love them. But um, not a ad, but we went in and Owen's just funny now because he's nine. He's got a personality. Yeah. Kids talk a lot more at the exams and I have to learn to talk less because he will talk directly to Owen and I do that thing where I try to interrupt. <laughs>
1: trying and to answer I, questions for I
3: him. I catch myself going, "Shut up in my head. Shut up, Allie. <laughs> let your kid talk. Let him talk."
1: You can't wait for your kid to one day go, "Mom, will you let oh. me answer my own questions? <laughs> it's my body, my words, my choice." <laughs> my body. <laughs>
3: so, you know, they're having a good convo, but then but they had to do the eye test, which when I had gone to get my new glasses a couple months ago, I went to Lang Family Eye Care in New Berlin. They were great. And I actually learned a lot about eye checkups for kids that yeah. in Wisconsin, there's not really a regulated, you, have, you don't have to go super deep with an eye exam at a right. physical versus we have all these standards for teeth, but not necessarily for eyes. And it's just as important. So I was like, well, I'll take note. Well, I didn't have to take note at the next physical rigs because it was that bad. Oh, really? Owen's standing there.
1: Oh, he has one of those char- we have to read yeah, the letters. You
3: remember those when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, Even at the eye doctor, they have them, and and, and, it, and it's all letters, and they just go yeah. down until the letters get smaller and smaller. So the the fantastic nurse is is asking him. She's putting putting her finger right up to the letters. Yeah, read the letters, and they're all letters. There's nothing but letters. Uh-huh. And he she goes, okay, put one hand over this eye, and I kid you not, I should have been recording it. He was doing this is what it sounded like. He's got one, one hand over his left eye and he's going, okay. H in triangle, tiny speck, tiny speck, square. What? Triangle. And I'm watching this dying. Like, is he this blind? He's blind as a damn bat. Riggs, he was looking at an H and he was going square. Yeah, what I could see it. He was. I could see the H. He couldn't see the H. I'm like, oh, we're past. We're overdue now for some some glasses oh, or, or corrective lenses. You know, it yeah. happens. And so much technology. I got to talk to Doctor Lang and Doctor Doctor Lang and Doctor Lang about this. They're married. Yes. <laughs> so Lang and Doctor yeah. Lang. But he. I kid you not. He was looking at the letters, going tiny speck, tiny speck, S square, tiny speck. I mean, I've never tiny heard spec. anyone be that honest in an eye exam. Usually you're like, I just can't see. Sometimes but he-
1: <laughs> I'll guess. I'll be like, uh, B or is it an eight? might be one of the two. I'm not sure. Could
3: be a B or an eight. Well, and the fact that they're all letters just yeah. shows that he was, did, couldn't see anything. Is your vision that bad? Was it no, that bad? No, but my whole family has horrible vision. I grew up, no glasses, no braces. I was like the only one. My sisters no had braces r- either. Wow. No, my sisters had glasses. My sisters had braces. I had really bad acne. That was the one thing my parents ended up having to spend money on, like at the dermatologist. Oh, to damn. help for my too. self-esteem and all that. My mom was they stuck with it until we f- got it fixed, but yeah. you know, because that really affects your self-esteem at that age yeah, and puberty and all that stuff. So yeah. I was glad they dealt with it. But I didn't really have glasses until I was an adult, and even now it's not that bad. No. I mean, know. my vision is not I could walk around without my glasses. But they help as right. you know to see. So Owen being nine, he couldn't even read the dang letters. <laughs> so I called Dr. Lang and Dr. Lang were taking. Him in. I was like, oh boy.
1: So you're both going to go and get glasses from the same spot now.
3: Well, yeah, of course. But yeah. I just thought, well, I just went in. I can take Owen there. It all works out. So God. can you believe how blind this kid is? But you know blind what? Blind a bat, I, call- I, of course, had to call my ex husband because only one of us is allowed at the appointment these days. You yeah. know how doctors are. Yeah. So I called him. I said, Owen's physical. Went great, except he's blind, he's blind. as a bat. <laughs> he
1: can't and you see know anything.
3: My ex husband says, he goes, can I talk to you off speaker? I went, and that's always a scary <gasps> statement. Oh, God. And I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? So I take my ex-husband off speaker. I walk out of the room. I go, what's up? He goes, make sure he's not lying and he's not being goofy. Like to be like Fair. making up tiny speck, tiny speck. And I go, I'm totally with you, but I was there.
1: You saw it. The kids blind <laughs> as the back. Like, <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Riggs and Alley. It's Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037-KISSFM.com.